When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the latest episode of the Five on the Floor podcast here on the Five Reasons Sports Network. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and more. We're also on Dash Radio. Download the Dash Radio app for free. Search for Nothing But Net there every single night at 7 p.m. Also, check out the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Just click in Five Reasons Sports. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Royal Shepherd hosting the post-up show right now as we speak. Also, FiveReasonsSports.com, the latest from Brady Hawk on the Heat, Chris Chase on the Marlins, and much, much more with no paywall. Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network, and that includes our friends at Chase Signs. You can find them at Chase Signs and Graphics, successful businesses, and organizations require quality signs and graphics for professional look and to entice customers. That's why people are turning to Chase Signs and Graphics. They got more than 15 years of experience in Broward County, all the way from Deerfield down to Hollywood Pines, designing, building, and installing signs. Chase Signs and Graphics is an end-to-end solution for all your signage needs, providing everything from graphic design to production to installation. They offer a variety of custom products, including building signs, banners, vehicle graphics, lobby signs, indoor signs, monument signs, and more. Their friendly staff will schedule a site visit and have an estimate ready within 48 hours. So don't trust just anyone to your signs and graphics. Call in the experts. Chase Signs and Graphics proudly serves all of Broward. As I said, if you need professional signage to help your business organization stand out, Call today at 954-257-1828. That's 954-257-1828. Or follow Signs Broward. That's S-I-G-N-S Broward on Twitter. And now, tonight's episode. One, two, three, four, five. On the floor. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick. With Alex Toledo and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on five on the floor after the Miami Heat struggle at times with the very, very, very shorthanded Los Angeles Lakers. No LeBron, no Kuzma, no AD. I don't even know why I mentioned Kuzma second. But anyway, they did not have uh, their three top scorers Tonight, other than Dennis Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder uh, did not score much tonight, had a big assist game. KCP was the big scorer. Um, Contavious Caldwell-Pope with 25 for the Lakers, but the Heat do win with Jimmy Butler scoring 28, a lot of it at the line. They get 15 from Tyler Hero and 18 from Victor Oladipo, and that's where we're going to start, guys. I've got Greg Sylvander, and I've got Alex Toledo uh, Victor Oladipo, you know, you and I, we were all having this conversation on the text string where I was, I don't know, not all that impressed with him offensively earlier in the game. You know, it's still the rust, but again, still the physical stuff with him um, that's a little bit apparent. But then he broke through. He had that ridiculous slam down the lane where it was like, oh, my God, that's three years ago, Oladipo. And then he went up to the basket and appeared to hurt his knee. Well, we know he hurt his knee, his right knee, but uh, it appears to be you know, somewhat significant. Um, Greg, you've talked about this as being a 25 game trial, basically for a $25 million player. One of the things about this trial was that the heat would get to evaluate 
him physically. They would have their training staff with him, their doctors with him, try to see if he could get back to the old level that he was at before. This has got to be discouraging for him and in some ways maybe illuminating for them. Yeah, I mean, I think before we go into any of the implications like roster-wise and team-wise, I'm bummed. Like, this is not the way that I wanted to see this Oladipo run uh, take shape. And um, it just stinks to see him continually be, um, you know, over and over again uh, has these nagging injuries. And I don't know if one is connected to the next and you know how those things go when you're overcompensating and you lost strength and you, and he talks about the different things that he's up against. And it's just difficult to watch a player uh, up against that the way that he is, but you know, like there's layers to this. And there was a part of me as that was all unfolding today, where I said to myself, this is exactly why you make that move for Victor Oladipo and even if maybe you threw caution to the wind a bit as it relates to having uh, some key depth that you think would be helpful down the stretch of this season, especially if Oladipo is now not going to be able to play, I think it's worth the gamble because this is what you wanted to test. You wanted to see how he could, how he would acclimate to the system, but also how he would uh, fare from a health perspective. Uh, you have you know, access to his medicals now. And, and this is like a thing where you can work together with him on a, on a plan, but you kind of have the inside track and they wouldn't have had that otherwise. So to me, it was still a worthy gamble, even if we get the worst news, which I hope we don't. Yeah. I hope we don't also. Um, but Alex, I mean, this is one of the reasons there wasn't a huge market for him. I mean, the heat came back to Houston and offered essentially nothing. And I, you know, I don't want to disparage Kelly Olenek who's turned into Kelly bird with Houston, but Last year of his contract, player who you pretty much know what he is, and Avery Bradley, I mean, a guy who's not really going to help Houston where they're going right now. This is the big reason. It's not an ability thing. It was an availability thing. I, I guess how concerned are you? And, and do you view it the same way that Greg does, that if Oladipo is going to miss significant time here, which looks like a possibility, was it, was it still worth the gamble? Yeah, I'm definitely with Leif on that point. You already know that. Uh, I just think it was worth the gamble because, like, the risk was so little. And again, it's not just to turn everything into a transac transactional standpoint, but it just is what it is. They got him for Kelly Olenek, who was a solid player for them, and pretty much nothing else. And the same with all these other guys they've added. They, you know, it was a talent play. They wanted to add two-way talent onto their team. That's what they did. I love the risk that they took with Vic because they didn't have to give up a lot to get him. And look, I still, honestly, today was the best I felt about him on the court before the injury. And I liked, uh, I, I thought he played better last game too. But today, to me, was like, you saw what he can give you everywhere offensively, right? Like he was doing stuff as far as bending the defense, playing off a of bent defense. But yeah, honestly, like it just sucks because I don't know what's going to happen with this with this injury. I think he, he made an athletic type of move there with his knees and clearly he was feeling it before he even went up for the dunk and then felt it even more after he landed. So I hope he's all right. Uh, I'm expecting Spo to say now in the media calls that they're going to have the MRI tomorrow. He's not going to say much. Uh, post game I hope he's all right yeah I mean like one part of this that I think as we as we start to talk about it from a transaction perspective um, and and I, I don't want to just like I, I think we need to at least acknowledge that this really stinks from a just maximizing Jimmy and all of his years and you felt like you kind of injected a player into this roster that I felt 
uh, gave them a chance to really take a, a, a good crack at one of those top teams in the East. And now they're not going to have that. And I'm interested to see how it's going to play out. We're going to get the news here. So I don't want to get too premature with what, with where we speculate, but in the event that Oladipo is done for the season and what his market looks like for free agency, will a prove it deal in Miami be more attractive than somewhere else? I mean, it, it, there's just so much endless questions now that uh, it's just uh, tonight is, it was an anticlimactic win. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, and, and look, this almost wasn't a win too, which I mean, we'll get into a little bit after the break, but we wanted to focus on Oladipo first. You know, I guess the other part of this is that you do have a guard on the bench who has not played, who is healthy, um, who had a month where he averaged 18 plus, uh, you know, a game uh, on 50 percent shooting. And this is, you know, one of the reasons Kendrick Nunn is still here. Uh, you know, I know that that people have their frustrations with Kendrick, but he's also provided really good play for certain stretches. He's not going to give them the same kind of defense, obviously, as Oladipo does, although he was making some progress in that area but he will give them some of that intermediary scoring. And uh, again, it's, uh, you know, a bit of a luxury to have a guy like that available. Um, We don't know how bad the Oladipo situation is going to be. Non-contact injuries are always scary because um, those tend to be the ones, I mean, he he did it on the way up and, and that's, that doesn't look good. And again, I, I think the other thing that needs to be taken into consideration here though, um, beyond just his recovery from this injury is, is he a player whose body is just breaking down prematurely? I mean, you know, you mentioned it, Leif, like, I think it's the first time I ever called you Leif on this podcast. Um, you, <laughs> Alex got me at that. Uh, but, but, but I, I, you know, I, you know, sometimes you overcompensate, you know, you, you have one, uh, you have one injury that's significant. And so you overcompensate for that injury or that there's a, and he mentioned the strength deficit the other day. And I got a couple of texts after, you know, he said that, I know Ira tweeted it out. A couple of people said, well, he's sort of in the excuse making stage now because he's kind of prepping people for the fact that he's not a hundred percent and that it's going to take him more time. And again, a lot of this is contract based, but also it was true. I mean, he, he has a deficit. It was a significant injury. Um, I was told it was more significant than the average knee injury that you deal with. And that's, that's the player they got. And, and I kept being told this, he's not available to them unless there were serious questions about his health because it's never really been, uh, you know, can he play in this league at a high level? He's done that, but there was not a huge market for him. And that's why Houston gave him up for essentially nothing. And that's why there was a feeling. And I know Greg, you and I have discussed this, that he might even have to take the mid-level this off season. Um, and, you know, now if he is significantly hurt, and again, we hope not, uh, that might be a no best update case tonight, scenario. by the way. What's that? No update tonight per Spolster, by the way. I, I'm not surprised. I mean, that, well, they won't update him. They won't update it after he's had, you know, well, they'll update it after he's had the surgery, but they, they, they waited to the last possible second. Oh, come I, I on. Was, I, no, I mean, I always tell uh-huh. the stories of, you know, Mike Miller, you know, not being listed on any injury reports when basically he told me he was going to, he, you know, he's like, I could croak at any minute at this point. I, I can't move. My back is completely shot and everything else. And us being in the locker room uh, in 2010, you know, when being told that Quentin Richardson was having thumb surgery the next day, we never knew he had a thumb injury. So I look, they're going to hide that kind of stuff. It's what they do, but, and I understand it. They're not the only team in the league that does it, but what I'm saying is they're not going to give an update uh, until there's something significant. And at some point it'll leak probably to one of the national guys, but I guess to get back to it, and then we'll we'll get into tonight's game. um, How much Alex can Kendrick Nunn give them now? 
Um, they don't have Olenek. So essentially they've, I don't know if you feel they've downgraded from Olenek to Bielitsa. They've gotten Ariza integrated, but they're going to look a lot like the team that they had before. Well, yeah. I mean, I think now, like if Vic is going to be out, we don't know if he is going to be out or not, but if he is, uh, I think they should go back to starting Kendrick. He was clearly more productive again as a starter, not to keep holding on to that point that I've been saying since 2019, but like, it just, <laughs> it's just been the case, right? Like, I, I would like to believe that he can be a productive bench player alongside Goron. It just hasn't been the case yet. Uh, stardom, see if he could do some of the same stuff that he was doing before the trade deadline when he was kind of turning somewhat into that player that he was before. Uh, get him some good open looks to get him confident. Maybe he'll get down to the paint a little bit, playing alongside those guys who generate space. And as far as your point about it being like the old team, I still believe, you know, uh, like Bielita versus Kelly Olenek is kind of a wash, right? Like they're not the exact same player. They have similar strengths, but like, you know, I think uh, Bielitsa is more willing to put the ball down the floor and make the pass, you know, just as a little thing, for example, I, I, I think of him as a better shooter. Maybe Kelly moves a little bit better defensively, but I am still big on the Ariza pickup. And we, we really haven't talked about Demon on this pod yet. I just think he's a solid pickup for them just in case like they don't feel confident in Precious, or if they want to go bigger than playing B elites at the back of five, I'm still high on Ariza. I, I love what he brings to this defense. And, you know, again, you just got to hope Vic is in now. I still think they're a better team than they were before the deadline. Listen, right. that, one thing we just have to acknowledge going down the stretch here as you relate it to none and all these other guys is you have to come to a point in the season where you say no more Gabe Vincent, Max Struess. Like it is time to like play your guys <laughs> and get a playoff seed because you do not want to be in those play in tournament stuff. So I, I think Spolster is going to prioritize that. Yeah, and, and I, yeah, I think he's just going to slide Kendrick Nunn back in the starting lineup. I mean, that's uh, you, you, we know that he doesn't like to disrupt things. But one of the questions that we were going to talk about after the game, which we've talked about on a couple other episodes, is Goran Dragic. And I will say the one thing that this really will hurt, um, other than obviously what Oladipo was going to provide, is it does limit your ability to rest Dragic a little bit. And, and I know that Goran wants to play through it. He's been telling people, I want to get the rust off. I need to play. Um, but the, you could have made a case that he should be taking some games off, too. And that's going to be harder. And otherwise, Greg, there are going to be Gabe Vincent minutes because, you know, none basically slides into Oladipo's role and Vincent then in those games would slide into Dragic's role. So we are going to see some of those. All right, we're going to come back, just briefly go over tonight's game, uh, kind of what we liked and what we didn't like. Before we do, though, I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Very, very Miami, just like us. They've got Miami in the name. If you want gyros, if you want wings, all kinds of different ways, you got to check out Miami Grill, the only thing better than cheering on your Heat, your Dolphins, your Hurricanes, or any of your other South Florida teams is doing it with your favorite wings. Miami Grill has got you covered. Bring home a platter of your faves to share for the game. Just how you like them. Crispy, grilled, naked, or boneless and sauce perfection with one of three new sauces. That's mango habanero, honey garlic, and Nashville hot. If you can't decide, get them all delivered with a catering order. It's more than just wings. I mentioned the gyros, but the cheesesteaks, the burgers, and more. Order online or in person. Pick up, drive through, dine-in, and delivery available at all locations. Visit MyMiamiGrill.com. For more details, Miami Grill, if you're craving it, they're making it. All right, I am going to hold you guys to this this time, okay? 30 seconds. you got a 24-second clock on you, okay? One thing you liked in this game, Greg, go. One thing I liked was Jimmy Butler uh, continuing to show that he can uh, carry the load offensively, and I'm sneaking in Tyler Hero 4 for 5 from 3. Alex. What I did like was the defensive energy. I don't know. I saw a lot of people complaining on Twitter about the energy not being there. 
and I understand, but honestly, like this is the dog days of the season. And I, and I know they have to put up wins. It's a shortened season. I, it just, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. They were in control for most of the game, even though they, they should be up just by the talent. Uh, I liked the energy, man. I did. And I liked how much they got to the free throw line, attacking the basket on offense. All right. You just, just in before the buzzer there. Uh, I was going to mention the free throws, 40 free throws tonight. Don't like injuries. You'll, you'll take that all the time. Uh, what I didn't like, I liked Precious's energy. What I did like was Precious trying to run a one-man fast break. We do not need to see that again um, anytime soon. Uh, that was one of the more um, humbling possessions we've seen in a long time. Uh, but Precious did provide some pretty decent minutes when he wasn't fouling tonight. He had four fouls in nine minutes, but he also had seven points and five rebounds. That's it for us tonight. We'll obviously update you on Oladipo as we hear more about it. Um, Chase Signs, make sure you check that out. Follow Signs Broward on Twitter and, of course, MyMiamiGrill.com. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.